0: Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. (laughs) This is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls.
1: I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal.
0: A great place to get a seafood meal. My. Of winters are warm and divine. Miami, Miami, you got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. There's ball clubs and nightclubs all within reach. Dance the samba till morning, then lie on the beach. Each view is a postcard,
1: each day a great time. The cream of the crop, it's the top of the line.
0: Today, we're gonna cover the episode called That Was No Lady Which originally aired on December 21st, 1985
1: Dorothy's latest boyfriend, Glenn Gives her a shock when he tells her he's married She surprises herself when she finds herself Sneaking around to be with him Meanwhile, Blanche loads her old car onto Rose In order to buy a new one Ooh New cars. Ooh. Old cars. Mm-hmm. All right. So we
0: open up on the lanai. Uh, Sophia and Rose are playing Trivial Pursuit. Uh,
1: <laughs> the
0: Rose asks the question, who is the world's fastest human or something? And Sophia says, Dominic Tansy. And Rose flips it over and says, it says Jesse Owens. <laughs> and Sophia argues with her and she's like no it's dominic tansy he got two women he got four women pregnant and one white two in new york and two in new jersey
1: <laughs> i feel like this would be the whole game between both of them rose <laughs> would ask sophia a question sophia would give a bullshit answer and rose would just be like okay For whatever points or however trivial she works.
0: Right, yeah. That's hilarious.
1: I just, Sophia would just dominate that game against Rose because she knows Rose would just, you know, believe it.
0: Yes. Well, have we seen uh, Sophia playing games with Dorothy yet? Just card Okay. Maybe something else? Because they do play, oh no, they did they played Scrabble, remember? This damn game?
1: (laughs) This damn game, that's right.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you know, she makes her own. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Blanche comes in and says, "Girls, I'm gonna. I want to do something that I've always talked about." Sophia says, "What? Install a trapeze <laughs> above your bed. Above your bed. Yes. Sorry, I only wrote down half the words in my sentence. Okay."
1: And Blanche like looks up, and she's like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She's thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But turns out she wants to buy a new car. But she has to unload her old one, basically. Uh, Sophia talks her into letting Rose have the car, well, or buy the car or whatever, because Rose needs a car. Um, And if three of them have a car. Why do they have room for three of them to have cars? Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Right? Uh, you never see cars parked outside except for the whatever they cut to the house sometimes and you see one pull up that you see one pull up and sometimes you see a taxi pull up. Right, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Blanche said uh, her great granddaddy said you don't sell slaves or cars to friends because
1: never hear if yeah if if it one of, if, thing, you'll
0: never hear if, yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so you know they keep thinking about it and finally blanche just like okay i'll give you the car for two weeks uh if you don't want it after that i'll take it back no questions asked so you know they make a deal and rose is basically you know yolo uh <laughs> Because <laughs> she yep. does say, you only live once. And, you know, whenever I had to watch this before, I didn't, like, think that was really super funny. I mean, it's funny because she's just buying a used car. As, as Sophia says, she's just buying a used car, not a seat on the space shuttle. Uh, <laughs> but now, you know, YOLO, you know, you only live once is really cheesy, I guess. It's, it's to a say. Meme now. Not that it wasn't cheesy before, but it's like... Uh, I can't believe you said that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> it's just been worn out. Yes, it's
0: played out. <laughs> Do people say that anymore? I'm so old. I'm sure you're not that old. I feel way older than I am. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so then I wrote, Dorothy comes in happy? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I think I put a
1: question mark up. Yeah, because she's like,
0: hello, hello, hello. And she goes, Blanche, I'm going to need you to give me a manicure. Rose, Rose, I'm going to need to borrow your pearls. And Ma, I need you to stay off my back. (laughs) 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 And she turns out to be so happy because she's met a man. Because that's all that matters. Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, Did I go there? Um... No, but she met a guy that she really likes at school. No, this is not, like, you know, illegal activities. It's another teacher. <laughs> she calls him the gorgeous gym teacher. Uh, I'd have to say no. Uh, yeah. But whatever. Yeah. He's an old guy. I guess maybe he is good looking to old ladies or somebody. I don't Whatever oddly enough uh, the next time the next time Glenn comes back it's a different actor it's uh, Jerry Orbach from Law and Order slash uh Baby's Dad in Dirty Dancing but well I know Dirty Dancing he's the dad in Dirty Dancing and he's also in Law and Order the original Law and Order but you if you saw him when he comes up whatever it is in a season or two, you'll go, Oh, he looks familiar and then that's it. That'll be it. You won't remember. Anyway.
1: Okay. <laughs> I
0: believe. You. Yeah. He'll look familiar because you've seen him and stuff, but you don't know who, you wouldn't realize that you knew who he was, if that makes right. any sense.
1: A little, like, but not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway okay so turns out this guy's name is Glenn O'Brien and they've got a date and you know the girls are asking her how she met him and stuff and Sophia says his name's O'Brien she met him in a gin mill
1: <laughs> and
0: being from Irish descent I resemble that remark no I'm kidding um, <laughs> you resemble that remark <laughs> Um, no, anyway, it, you know, cause she's Italian and she's supposed to hate Irish people, but, uh, right. uh <laughs> Anyway, yeah, she calls, her the gorgeous, calls him the gorgeous gym teacher, and she'd been talking to him a little bit, you know, and saw him and all this stuff. And then finally, this day that she's so happy, she saw him in lunch line and cut in front of twenty five students to get next to him and started chatting with him, and he asked her out on a date. So, uh, hey. Emoji. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That was like her this whole conversation. She was just totally the heart. It was
1: adorable. (laughs) Never Uh, used adorable to describe (laughs) Dorothy. But yes, she was adorable. (laughs) So they were,
0: uh, uh, Blanche says, Oh, you were hit by the Thunderbolt. I was hit by the Thunderbolt once. <laughs> and Sophia says, Once you were hit, you were hit by more Thunderbolts than the World Trade Center. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. And then it's like, it's so weird to think that there's no more... I mean, there's, there's a new building, the Freedom Tower or whatever there. But it's right. so weird to think about how some things are the same and now some things are changed, you know? Right. Because definitely like, things have changed in 30 years, but it's like... Okay, but there's some just that are more drastic than others. Like, you would not expect that to have changed. You would right. expect those buildings to stay around, but...
1: You would but, expect it was like the Chrysler Tower or Or a Christmas building? Right. Did
0: they call it a tower? No, no, they don't call it a tower. I've never been in New York. That's okay. That's fine. No, um. Uh. Like, like there's an episode later when we get to the 90s about someone going to the Iraqi war. And so, right. you know, that kind of... And that's not something you would expect to have been... To kind of come back around, to go into war right. in the Middle East. But it did. And then there's another episode where they're talking about bailing out banks. And that happened again. Like, that kind of stuff is not... You know, you're like, nah, eh, whatever. That's not going to happen. And the thing with the World Trade Center, you ass- would have assumed up until it happened that those buildings were going to stay there and it's so weird. Right. You know, and, and like, or that there's things that they talk about that still were relevant, you know, that, you know, um, well, no, that's kind of what I'm saying, but things that you think that might think that weren't be, like, oh, nobody's going to be talking about Madonna or Michael Jackson or Donald Trump or whoever, in 30 <laughs> years. And all of those people have some sort of relevancy. I mean, Michael Jackson... Right. I mean, I am sure Michael Jackson would have just had a pretty long legacy anyway, but, oh, yeah. you know, uh, it helped. Even though he didn't do as much in his later years, it helped with the, the uh, strange way he died. Well, it's not strange, but you know what I mean. Just right. the weird...
1: Sort of. I mean, surrounding his death stuff—that was kind posthumously, of. Posthumously, he's had a pretty. Mm-hmm. Can you say prolific? Because lots of you know, just Michael Jackson, this Michael Jackson, that everywhere yeah, all the Yeah, that's a lot of
0: things. Still. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it doesn't. It helps that you know Bruno Mars is trying to be Michael Jackson with a, with a fedora, uh, but. <laughs> 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 he's like, you know. I saw the I saw the video of Billie Jean. I'm gonna dress like that and try to sing like that. I digress uh, about. Demolares. <laughs>
1: <Bruce. laughs> Is there no Mars on your Taylor Swift list?
0: No. Because I enjoy some of his songs. Okay, he doesn't shout at me like she does. No.
1: <laughs> just so y'all know, Taylor Swift calls Brooklyn's just yelling at her, and yeah. shouting. <laughs>
0: Oh, so that, don't would, get along that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know, Blanche says that she was hit by the Thunderbolt, and then Rose says that she was hit by the Thunderbolt once, and... Sophia says, I love it. It's like, I go to say the things, but Sydney knows what I'm going to say, so then she makes <laughs> funny noises instead of actually saying it. No, um, <laughs> I was hit by the thunderbolt once. Yeah, right to the forehead. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so, when Rose was seven <laughs> and Charlie was eight. Oh, uh, so cute. Uh. She was talking about he had a, Charlie had a little stand on the side of the road, and the girls are like, like.
1: Ugh. Blanche was and, like,
0: "Oh, how adorable! He right. was selling lemonade." Right, but at first, you know, they're kind of like, "Ugh," because you know she starts talking, and then, but then she keeps right. going, so they settle into their seats, and they're kind of like, "Ah." So then Blanche is like, "Oh, lemonade or whatever." <laughs> and
1: Rose
0: goes,
1: like, "No, insurance."
0: Yeah. She got a five cent policy on her little red wagon, <laughs> and it was great because the next day it was trampled by hogs. Uh, she really she thinks that it was a smoked ham that she was taking home to her mother that really set them off. <laughs> uh, uh, her, but uh, even though her policy didn't cover it, uh, Charlie bought her a new little red wagon, and they were in love from then on. Uh, so, next time you have to get your wagon insured, you need to make sure it covers Axe of Swine. Because <laughs> that's what she called it Axe of Swine. And I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I love
1: That's one of my favorite stories. I oh, love it.
0: Uh, all right, so then the next scene it's uh, Dorothy and Glenn in a hotel, or a motel, or a holiday inn. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Mo- thank you. Te- thank you, thank you for the reference. I'm glad you got it. I got uh, <laughs> uh, and I wrote probably in quote. Uh, probably after in quotes because they totally did it. Uh, and it's. fun I wrote.
1: Everyone <laughs> know what I wrote. I yes. I wrote post coital. (laughs) What other times do you ever going to write post coital?
0: Yeah, I guess (laughs) I. Oh, I don't know. If you're writing Fifty Shades of Grey or something, I don't know. Oh, you made it gross. Come on! (laughs) <laughs> sounds gross anyway. Okay, so... <laughs> so, we find out it's about, they've been dating about three weeks. We don't know how long they've been getting it on, but they've been dating for oh, three weeks. Eight Probably. The way they're acting. Uh, But she's talking about how that's the first time she ever made love in the daylight. Because you can't hide that way, you know. You can't worry about if if you sound funny or your breath smells bad or if things are jiggling or whatever. Uh, You know, and he's just telling her he loves her and that she's silly. And she says, come on, at night I could be Godzilla and you'd be thrilled. (laughs) Which is a little sexist, but, you know, it's kind of funny and kind of true. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, after she makes a jiggling comment, he says, let's see, and then they kiss each other, and she just gushes about him and goes on and on about how great he is and how she doesn't have to wear flats. And, uh... Yeah, and... I love that. Yeah, because he's taller than her, and that's hard because B. Arthur is a tall lady. Anyway, and she says that maybe they should run off and go to the Bahamas the next day. And I'm like, dang, you know, like it's another, oh, hey, let's take a, let's take a flight tomorrow, you know, kind of thing. And it's like you don't have to worry about taking off your shoes at security and all that crap and right. checking in to your flight so you get a seat or anything.
1: So. How do you have to pay to carry on luggage? Right. Or to check luggage.
0: Right, right. Uh, Anyway. But she says something about, we should go to the Bahamas and stay into her hotel room until the Board of Health drags us out or something like that. (laughs) And Glenn's like, uh, we should talk. I really need to tell you, you know, like he's this, like the last you know, couple minutes, he's kind of been like, maybe I should tell you something. Yeah. And, of course, we know from the synopsis, he's married. Ugh. Uh. Ugh. Anyway, and, of course, he says it's over. it was over years ago, and... And girl Dorothy
1: is finally happy, and right. then mother effing Glenn. Yeah! It's... I don't know. Anyway. So Sorry. she gets mad
0: because he <laughs> lied about it. Um... Uh, and I guess if if you're gonna date someone who's married, it's probably a little better to for to find out up front that they're married. and yeah, not
1: three weeks into relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. And no, at, no telling how many times they diddled, and I just wanted to say diddled because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds funnier than coital. And right, and you know, she's like, "You lied," and he's like, "No, I didn't." I'm going tell you. you now, and it's like, uh, before you didn't tell yeah. her. It doesn't matter that you're telling her now because you did lie. It's not that you're lying. Don't you Those understand tenses of as words? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, he couldn't. When. He couldn't leave his wife. Blah blah blah. Kids.
1: Ugh. Whatever. And for like the worst, most horrible, awful, selfish reasons. Yeah. Oh, he's just all this bullshit about. He says this later in the episode, but he's like, "It's I'm too old to be alone." And if things don't work out between you and me, Dorothy, and I divorce my wife and I have no one to go to, like, that's not a way to, like, base a relationship just already expecting it to not work out. Like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. These bullshit selfish excuses are I really hate one. Right. And she gets mad. As, As she, she should. <laughs> yes. And storms out. And she reaches for the door and realizes it's the bathroom of the hotel. And then she gets sort of embarrassed. And then he's like, and then he's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. I wanted to tell you. It was just so hard for me to leave and blah, blah, to just walk out on her and blah, blah, blah. She goes, Not for me. And walks out the real door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. And. You know, the okay. episode could have ended there and I would have been okay. But Cindy was like, Oh, yeah whenever she did (laughs) it. It was amazing. You (laughs) go, Dorothy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, uh, we cut to the living room. Uh, Rose comes in. Blanche is doing a manicure. uh, (laughs) Sophia is reading. And I almost called her Susanna. What? (laughs) Because it just says an S. So I have room.
1: (laughs) We have the same partner
0: yeah oh anyway and rose is like blanche your car's making some weird sounds you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of wheezing when it goes uphill and blah 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 and then Sophia's like sounds like tony triano before he before they wheeled him out of the home (laughs) and then she's like no really you know and and blanche is kind of like oh no you know kind of like trying to put her off yeah And then, and she goes on and says it again, and, and, um, and then Sophia says something about Tony Triano again, and, and then Blanche is like, okay, sometimes when it's cold, it's hard to start, and sometimes it's hard to go up hills, and blah, 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 but, uh, and, Rose is like, Well maybe we should take it to a mechanic and Blanche says, Don't take it to a mechanic. They they get paid they get paid when something doesn't work right or something like that. Right. Like and
1: they're gonna tell you something
0: isn't
1: working, because that's the only way they can do They get paid. paid. That's what she says. And Rose goes, Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds right.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, is the truth. God bless her. Yeah. Anyway, so of course, There's the another manic- sexist the, thing, but... The mechanic is not the last place you want to take it, necessarily, though, but... No. Um, anyway. Yeah, well, because she didn't say, she didn't say, like, oh, you're a woman, so it'll... I mean,
1: it'll... I mean that's... No, like, what I'm saying you is... You think that's a lot Oh. Um... I don't own a car, but, like, mm-hmm. my mom and stuff does. And she went to this mechanic and, like... I met your mom, but not Insta. Um, no, I feel like there's some mechanics, especially in small little Kentucky hick towns, who are like, oh, this woman's coming in here. I'm gonna sell her a part she doesn't need because, you know, she doesn't know any better. Um, and that happens a ridiculous amount. So, like, yeah, don't go to a mechanic first. Go to someone you trust first. Well, both knows a little something something about cars.
0: Both of my grandfathers were mechanics. One of my uncles was a mechanic, and one of my cousins was a mechanic. Well, the yeah, he was because now he's a firefighter. Anyway, and then now my uncle and my uncle's a realtor, but um, they still know about cars. I'm not saying all, But, but. but so, I'm trying to do that. With one kind of so, but many my mom never done. had any
1: problems. Because <laughs> <laughs> she knew them, they weren't
0: gonna. Well, not necessarily taking it to them. They take she'd take it to other places or whatever. She had a Honda, and they didn't work on Hondas. It's ridiculous, uh-huh. anyway. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, like she's like, uh, no, I don't like. So they'd be like, well, you need to blah blah blah. She's like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My car's not starting. Don't tell me I need a new windshield wiper. Like, right. I don't know how cars work, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I, this thing in the
0: jig, not this other one. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, the phone rings and Rose picks it up and she's like, no, Dorothy's not here. You don't need to call here anymore. Oh, this is Rose? Who is this?
1: Oh, Mr. Yamamoto from the school board. No, 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 you didn't say the whole thing that Rose said. Oh, what did she say? You say the thing. Hello, Dorothy's not home and she's never coming home again. Now, please don't call here. That's what she says. She's never coming home again
0: so she thinks it's glenn like she thought it was glenn and that's how she said that and so we find out that you know she's still not she hasn't gone back to him or anything at the moment she's still mad at him not sure if we know how how long it's been we find out it's been a while though yeah um but it turns out it's Mr. Yamamoto. He's the superintendent, and he's trying to get her a job because she hasn't been to school. She hasn't done any substitute jobs in a couple weeks because she's been depressed. And... Uh... <laughs> but Rose is like, oh, oh, I thought you were the man Dorothy was having an affair with. I mean, you're you're the man that Dorothy said is always so fair with her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: she gets both feet in there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <neither. laughs> anyway, um, you know, so she hangs up the phone and, you know, and she's like, Dorothy, Mr. Yamato called and Dorothy comes out and she's all sad and, Rose is like, are you still depressed about Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and of course, Dorothy's has some sort of response, but then she's she's saying she feels rotten because she had like the best relationship and time that she's she's ever had in her entire life and all this stuff, and she gave it up, but it's like maybe it was a good thing, and so then, and then it's like she's got like. The angel and the devil on her shoulders, right? <laughs> because Blanche is telling her she should have like go ahead and go out with him if she makes if he makes her happy and blah blah blah. And and Rose is of course saying no, he's married. You need to stay away from him. And this goes on for like a minute, you know. Uh, Rose thinks she did the right thing by breaking up with him and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but. But Blanche still wishes she would, she would go or whatever. Right. Uh, but Rose and Blanche exit, uh, and Dorothy picks up the phone and she calls Glenn. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, what did I do? Oh, she calls Glenn, and you know she's like. Hi. Hi. I miss you with me. Yeah, the, all these weeks without you have been sad and all this stuff. And then Rose comes in, and she pretends like she's talking to Mr. Yamamoto about the job or whatever, and Rose is excited that she's going to go back to work. Yeah. She's like, I'm so excited that you'll be going back to work or something. And uh, <laughs> Dorothy goes, so is he. Or, oh, he's thrilled, too. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Anyway, he so. Being right. I mean, like, I don't care. Like, it's none of my business if you're dating a married person. But he lied to you. He's, he's yeah. a dick. Don't go back to him. It's like,
0: what else is he going to lie about?
1: Just right. Kinda, anyway. How do we know he's only married for one woman? Yeah. <laughs> He might be a
0: bigamist. See, true. I mean, how many other sides have you got? <laughs> Harry that Blanche was that Blanche was gonna marry was a Pilot? bigamist? Yeah. Um uh, anyway. we've, we've encountered this before. <laughs> so, um uh World oh, of the story. Don't okay. be a liar. Right. Sorry. I can't... You're time. No. I don't even know what that was. Okay. So then Wait. we cut to nighttime. Uh, Rose comes out of the hallway and is going in the kitchen as Dorothy enters, uh, wearing her Mardi Gras pajamas. What? It, it, oh, my God. Oh, I wrote Mardi Gras float.
1: <laughs> That's right, because you thought she was like a parade float. Not like in a fat way, just in a holy bright colors Yeah, cause she was the like... Green
0: and gold and purple, like no joke, and had like on like a beaded necklace or something. Straight out of New Orleans. I don't know where her feathered mask was, but she must have left it in the motel. Left it at the motel. Um. Anyway, so Dorothy comes in and Rose is like, "What are you, Dorothy? What are you doing?" You know, kind of thing. And and Dorothy's like what is this the spanish inquisition and of course <laughs> i have to yell out while we're watching it nobody expects the spanish inquisition and if you don't get that <laughs> reference just look it up because i don't need to explain it to you
1: um <laughs> <laughs> i go with my head inquisition the inquisition oh jeez Um. to convert the jews
0: Oh, geez. I love that we have different references. Two of different course, I have
1: the
0: I have a ridiculous British reference, and Cindy has a musical reference, so
1: that definitely
0: fits our personalities. You know, <laughs> Monty Python,
1: Mel Brooks. Whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so
0: it, it's like, oh, what? are you seeing Glenn is, you know, Rose is like, what? And, and Dorothy's like, so what if I am seeing Glenn? And then Rose is like, well, I don't want to hear about it. And Dorothy's like, good. I don't want to talk about it. And they go back and forth like this a couple times and, you know, asking questions and, uh, uh, they kind of calm down and Rose is like, well, I was making a sandwich and Dorothy's like, I'm not, it's okay. I'm not hungry. We had, we had, uh, dinner and, um, Rose says, oh, Good. So you spent the night at dinner and Dorothy says no, we spent dinner at dinner. We spent the night at a hotel mm-hmm. And Rose says
1: mm-hmm. Come on, oh, what does Rose God. say? Uh, <sighs> there we go <laughs> It's like where are you? That's my favorite thing. Yes. <laughs> and you
0: missed your cue. Come on.
1: I know. I was just so
0: excited about it. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, It isn't coming. Sodom and Gomorrah, so. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and Blanche comes in. I was like, B comes in. You up? That's what I wrote. <laughs> uh-huh. So Blanche comes in and is like, you know asking them, you know, why are you up or whatever? And Rose is like, I was having a snack. Dorothy was having an (laughs) affair. So, you know, and, and so then they're talking about it, and Blanche is all like, anytime you check into a hotel, you need to check in as Mr. and Mrs. Don Shula, because you'll get You'll get champagne in your room or whatever, okay,
1: like a complimentary bottle of champagne.
0: Yes, yeah. And if you don't know, Don Shula was a uh, the coach of the Miami Dolphins, and he'd been a football player and stuff. But you know, he was pretty like uh, oh, I don't know, won some awards or something. I don't know.
1: He did the sports in the team.
0: Yeah, um, for a team in the in the town that they're pretending to be in.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not pretending, acting. Uh, yes. Um. No, I don't know. <laughs> you could call it pretending. I don't care.
0: Um, anyway, so they're kind of going on about dating a married man. And Blanche tells a story about her cousin. She's like, my cousin once dated a married, dated a married man. And it, uh, it was over. His wife found out and it was over because... She shot him in the boxer shorts
1: or something like that.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good.
1: Just trying to make it sound light.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, Rose is kind of like, got this see there kind of moment. Like, eh, and she's like, evil do- evil is as evil does. And Blanche, you know, and then Rose said, uh, Dorothy says, well, Blanche knows what I'm going through because she, you know, she's been there. And Blanche is like, I've never been with a married man. And they look at her,
1: like, in shock. <laughs> and Rose and Dorothy simultaneously say, get out of here. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> what?
0: Uh, it turns out she thinks that a married man is feels so guilty that he buys the expensive gifts for his wife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh.
1: Lange has more self-respect than there, Right. Like, yes, exactly. I don't know if she... you can be buying expensive gifts. I'm going to give them money.
0: That's back to her knowing what baubles are.
1: <laughs> <You> know,
0: <laughs> She likes her jewelry. Uh, especially when she keeps it in the freezer.
1: <laughs> her jewel.
0: <laughs> my, my... And her mama's jewel. My grandmama's jewels. I think it was a re- I think it was a re- oh, re- yeah. Yeah, Anyway. Probably. Anyway, and Dorothy is all like, Well, I'm in love. You know, sometimes you gotta sacrifice things when you're in love and blah blah blah. And then mm-hmm. Sophia comes in and she's all like, So you're still seeing you're still seeing uh, Glenn or whatever and Dorothy's like, How do you know? And Sophia's like, I'm the amazing Creskin. Who, I had to look him up because the name was familiar, but I couldn't think of who he was. I'm kind of embarrassed for not realizing who he was. But he was... Oh, one um, reference in all of this
1: 177 um, episodes that you had to look up. I'm so ashamed of you for... Everything. No, I look up all of them, but I feel like I should have known this. Because um, I
0: had a whole thing when I it was really into, like, learning magic and stuff. But he's a mentalist, and... <laughs> He has this bit, which after I read about it, I remembered I've seen him, where he's um, he gets his check for the show that he's doing, and he hands it to, to to somebody in the audience, and he has other audience members take him away, and then they have to take the check and hide it like in one of the seats or hand it to a different audience member, and he has to figure out where it is. And he says if he doesn't figure out where it is, he doesn't get paid. And it says that it's only been nine times he hasn't done it. And he does it every time. And... so cool. Yeah, and it said... Let me see if I wrote it down. He was... He was on uh, The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson 61 times in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, I mean... That's six times a year. Yeah,
1: he
0: that's, was on.
1: Every, I mean, that's a lot for shows like
0: that. He was on every two months for ten years, and did that trick. And he was also the first person who had been who was on uh, Jimmy Fallon three times. Yeah. Um, whenever he had his older show, the the late Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, not the Tonight Show now. Which he's probably yeah. been on the Tonight Show now, but um, I and thought that was pretty interesting. He's in his eighties and he's still. Yep. Yep. He's still. He's still going.
1: Predictions.
0: Oh, you're cutting out. Oh me? Can you
1: hear me?
0: Yes. Cut it out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was making predictions and stuff. Is that that's what you were saying? Yeah, like he
1: makes predictions for the new year, and he's like eighty, and he's still like going at
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd say he's probably got a better track record than Gene Dixon, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I love a good callback. I love a bad <laughs> callback. <laughs> uh, I just keep hitting that redial button, don't I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs>
0: like on office phones, they do.
1: office
0: Right. <laughs> Even if they use the internet to call, they're still like... They're still Wait. like old school phones. Okay, we decorous.
1: <laughs>
0: Honestly, no. Uh, anyway, um... No, so, Sophia, you know, she's all like, Oh, no, I'm the amazing Creskin," And then she says, Of course not. I was listening at the door. (laughs) You know, so so she had just been spying on them, so she knew what was going on. Uh, And she says, I can't put my ear to the door, but you could put your... And Dorothy yells, Ma! before she can finish her sentence. (laughs) And so here we have the mothering moment. Sophia says, I raised you to respect yourself, not to be a floozy. Uh... Which I mean, that's come on. She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. But she shouldn't want to hang out with somebody who lies to her. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no need for slut shaming, Sophia. Thanks a lot. Um, Yeah. I mean, her mom. That's true. She just, she really just wants what's best for Dorothy. Her Mm -hmm. favorite. Like, giving her number to somebody who she squeezed a melon may for.
1: May not have all of his fingers
0: right. Yeah. All right, so later, we're on the lanai, and you see Sophia with her her uh, Sony Walkman or whatever, you know, her oh, yeah. headphones in, and she starts singing Flash Purple bright. Rain out loud. It's hilarious. And it's she's really even, bad. like, doing air guitar and stuff. Is this <laughs> yeah. the time? Yeah, okay. I was pretty sure she did. Um, oh yeah, she was doing air guitar. <laughs> and Rose rushes in, and she she's like, "Blanche's car! You, oh, I got have a You know, she's kind all of flustered. thing. Yeah. And then Blanche comes in, and she's like, "Blanche, your car. I got." And Blanche is just like, "Oh no, no! I got. I've, I couldn't sleep because what about this car? And I just, I just can't do this to you anymore. I got to take it back." And Rose is like, "But you can't! Someone stole it." And then Blanche is like, "What?" She gets mad. Oh, she did say before before she lets Rose tell her it was stolen, she says, I, uh, the car's junk. It's the noisiest thing to come out of Detroit since Martha and the Vandellas, which I okay. thought was hilarious. Um, and she can't even, se- like, she tried to sell it and they wouldn't give her but half blue book price for it. Right. And if you don't know what a blue book is, then you've never bought or sold a used car. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't the cars are- you don't I mean, know
0: anything no. about cars. I don't know anything about cars, but I know blue I meant you as a general, but yeah. And it's not actually blue. For anybody out there, it's not blue. And I think it's not it, like those
1: little test books you take in finals in college. Yes. It's
0: a different kind of blue. Book. kind of orange, and it has blue blue writing, and it's really oh, tiny. Really?
1: So it's an actual, like, book? Yeah.
0: Oh, I know I you can probably it find just... it online now, but they have them as books, and they're tiny. They're like, you know, you can get those little bitty tiny books that are like uh, a little bigger than a credit card. Oh, yeah. You know, like those little tiny, well, like, notebooks. They're like that size because they're pocket size. Oh, yeah. I worked at a library. We had them all the time. Imagine <laughs> little, like, libraries and
1: on
0: them and no, stamping them. We it was no, it was <laughs> it, it was in the reference section. You could not check it out. Oh, And we actually kept it at the desk so someone wouldn't just steal it. Right,
1: because that would be easy. To be like. Yeah, <laughs> And
0: I don't think we we started having RFID tags, and I don't think we could fit them in that book because it was so tiny. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, she. Blanche gets mad and she finds that her car was stolen. And she's all like, I lent you a perfectly good car and you let somebody steal it and all this stuff. And Sophia's trying to talk to him. And then finally she's like, Hey, it, you were insured, right? You know, and Blanche is like, Yeah. And apparently they'll pay you full blue book for a stolen car. So sweet. That's her down payment on a brand new car. Yeah,
1: so Blanche is like, all right, good job, Rose. Right. <laughs> she's forgiven. Completely.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, and and then Rose was like, "Wait a minute, were you trying to cheat me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they go out, and Dorothy comes in, and she's like, "Ma, where are my shoes?" And Sophia says, "So you're going on a date with Mrs. O'Brien's husband." <laughs> and dorothy's like i'm happy and sophia says you pace in your room at night you hate yourself <laughs> and dorothy's like well i don't care i'm going you know so they have this sort of like teenager and and parent kind of conversation well i don't care i'm leaving anyway kind of thing and this is a great line because sophia says i hope he's taking you bowling you could rent shoes
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, Dorothy's like, man, and she walks over, and she s- turns the volume all the way up on Sophia's headset, and she's like, goes, <laughs> So that's pretty funny. And I like how I just yelled like my mom would yell about that, like when my mom reenacts that. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: turning into my mother. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, later that night, we see uh, Dorothy lying on a bed in a hotel, uh, fully clothed. Fully clothed. She ha- she does not wearing shoes, so you're kind of like maybe she never got her shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Glenn comes out of the bathroom, and she's like, um, "I think we need to talk. Things aren't working out." And then she puts on her shoes, so she found her shoes. They were in the hotel the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, she's like, things aren't working out, and I don't know what to do. Uh, and, you know, again, he's saying he's too old to start over, oh. blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, and he doesn't want to risk it and all this stuff. And she's like, you know, th- love is going to be greater than the risk. You know, it, you should, I mean, it's going to be scary, but it's, you know, if, it's still gonna be the love. Is still gonna be bigger than any of that. Make it worthwhile, so she says. And you know, and he said, and she said, you know, he's kind of like, oh well, you know. And she says about ended up. He's talking about it, being alone and all this stuff. And she was like, you know, I could end up alone after this, or you could go back. You know, we could be together, and you can go back to your wife, and and it'll just leave me and. And I care too much about myself to let that happen. She, you know, basically, she's telling him, you know,
1: I, if I you stay. With,
0: yeah, huh. she's all like saying, you know, I could stay with you, but what happens if you decide you still love your wife and you go back to her and you just leave me? That's, mm-hmm. you know, I wasted this time and I'm too. I'm better than that. So Yeah, she turned his own argument back on him. See ya. Yeah, yeah, and. So then she leaves. Like Girl. Yeah. Yes. And then she leaves. So she goes out the right door this time. And so then, like, Cindy's excited about that too. And uh, <laughs> I love. I like. I. You know, I've seen these so many times. I mean, I still laugh at stuff, but it's it's exciting. Like when Cindy watches these, and either she's seen it and doesn't really remember, or not seen it at all, and she gets so excited about things. It's it's really great.
1: <laughs> Um, That's where I am with everything. You know. Ask for just with anyone out there. You should, You need to go see a play with me, or watch a movie, or anything. Because I don't. I don't hide my reactions. Uh, Cindy's. Uh-oh. Cindy's catchphrase is. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is my catchphrase. Look at that. I have a catchphrase. Oh, that makes me happy. See? me <laughs> I, <can. laughs>
0: I have a catchphrase. Anyway. So then we uh, we see the kitchen of the house. Uh, Sophia's in there, and Dorothy enters, and Sophia looks up and says, "Oh, you're home early." And you know Dorothy says, "I just can't see him anymore." Uh, and Sophia's kind of like, "Oh, you know." Dorothy says, well, I thought you'd be happy about that. And Sophia says, you know, she's like, I'll be happy if you help me put away dishes. Yeah. Um, Dorothy asks her if she's angry. And, you know, Sophia's just like, you know, you're my child. And I didn't want to see you in pain. You know, she could tell that even though she was happy, quote, unquote, happy, that she was still hurt and, you know, like that it was still... It, it was still causing her pain and she didn't want to see that and she didn't like it. Um, uh, Rose comes in and wants to know why Dorothy's home early and she asked if her and Glenn had a disagreement. Uh, actually, Rose and Blanche come in at the same time. Yeah. Um, and Dorothy says that, yes, uh, Glenn thinks he, he should stay married and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: and, you know... Rose and Blanche were coming to pick up Sophia because they just they've gotten Blanche's new car and they were all going to go for a ride in the car. Uh, and they're all wearing their pajamas, so that's kind of amusing. <laughs> um, yeah. I said, no, they're not s- wearing their pajamas. I wrote PJs. Blanche's. Some of them are wearing PJs. Oh yes, Blanche is wearing this ridiculous. dress. Ridiculous. This plaid. Dress that looks oh, like pajamas. I'm sorry. Color combinations. I thought it was tie dye at first. It's like okay. Uh, full like disclosure. Pastel. Full disclosure. Cindy is like legally blind, basically. So it did not look like tie dye. It looked like plaid. It, <laughs> but was it was as ugly as she could see. It was,
1: it no, it okay. like dance,
0: No, but like... it was like that, like Madras plaid, where it's like pink and. Green, like yeah, they were all like springtimey colors, and it, but it had ruffles, and it looked like the kind of like nightgown that I would wear, only in plaid, like that I would have worn, if, you know, in 1985 as a three-year-old right. or whatever.
1: <laughs> well, it was the grown-up version. Right,
0: exactly. Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, and. Dorothy's kind of like, oh no, I don't want to go with you guys. You have fun. I just kind of want to sit here. And so then everybody else is kind of like, oh, well, well, we'll just stay here too. And Dorothy's like, oh, this is depressing. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go cruising. <laughs> and as they start to exit. And then, of course, uh, Blanche says something about knowing somewhere to go where, where guys wrestle in the mud or something like that because yeah. that's what she always knows. Um, so that was kind of amusing, and that ends our episode, as the, as them going out the door, uh, for their ride or whatever. Um, (laughs) so, with that, we're gonna move on to the awards. Uh, I think maybe it shouldn't be best shoulder pads. It should be best worst shoulder pads. Because sometimes oh. we give it to the worst dressed people. Because...
1: just the most
0: ridiculous. Yes. Uh, like Sophia in her uh, priest outfit. Um, From last episode. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, this time we're going to give it to uh, Dorothy Dorothy's. wearing her Mardi Gras PJs. Like her silky green... And purple they and gold. PJs. They just look like PJs. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, it was, but I brought her up would definitely be the plaid, oh. ugly, almost tie-dyed oh. plaid
1: pajama dress that Lynch is wearing, Oof. which was not a flattering dress. Ooh, I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. It did not look good. Nope. Um. Uh. Do
0: uh, you want to give the next one away? Want to uh, pick one?
1: Um, the singer was, yep. and there were a couple good ones. Sophia just kept one right after the other, after the other, just zinger, 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 zinger. Um, and it's at the beginning of the episode, and they're like, "Why well, don't you? You've been hit by the thunderbolt." Um, like love at first sight kind of thing. And Blanche says, "I was just hit by the thunderbolt once," and Sophia says, "Once." you've been hit more times than the World Trade Center. <laughs> Thank you for explaining what they meant by
0: Thunderbolt, because I did not explain <laughs> it earlier, and somebody was probably just going, there were some bros out there going, what? They were hit by lightning? Yeah, no, <laughs> But
1: Thunderbolt, they meant love at first sight. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so the singer goes to Sophia for been hit more times than the <laughs> trip center it's so mean it's so funny so (laughs) for the for the St. Olaf Award um
0: we had we didn't have a lot of like flashback sort of stories. We had this the insurance on the wagon, and then we had the little tiny one about the about the wife shooting the guy in the boxer shorts that I thought was funny. But of <laughs> course, Charlie and Rose as children with the insurance company and the little red wagon had to be the winner because it was so just adorable. I would
1: uh, watch that show. <laughs> it just I makes would me think. Watch- say, oh la la, the story of Charlie and Rose. Oh lord. Uh, I want to see a little farm. Oh, A little oh, wet wagon. No. And lots of pigs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I yeah. watch that um. show. Who wants to do a web
0: series with me? Uh, only, Uh, no, I think that it needs to be like a cartoon in the style My of peanut. Peanuts. Because I just think of, you know, Sally's psyche- doctor, psychiatric like, stand her, her being baby. like the insurance stand the doctor's in. Um, oh, yeah. And instead of like, instead of like um, Snoopy and Woodstock, it would be like a three legged cow and a pig or something. <laughs> oh
1: my god, yes! <laughs> oh my god. Bessie, Ian. I'm sure the pig had a name. Petunia. Petunia and the pig and Bessie the cow, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, would, I would watch this cartoon. I would probably make a tumbler for this cartoon. I think you need to learn to draw
0: and then maybe you can make it yourself. Oh, I'll never be an animator. Yeah, no, me neither. Ah, oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what did you rate this one?
1: Um, golly, I was. I, I'm gonna be generous again. I'm gonna give it another four cheesecakes because we just we laughed so much, we cheered, we booed. We (laughs) got really into this episode, and we were like invested in all these characters, and like I mean we always are anyway, but this one especially. So yeah, four cheesecakes. It was a good one. Um,
0: I watch it again. See, me, I just, i eh, it's alright. I mean, for me, right. I don't know if I've explained the scale, but one cheesecake of the Golden Girls, for me, is, like, the best episode of lots of other shows. Like, I can't even think. I don't know. Like, the best episode of... Big Bang Theory or How I Met Your Mother or some other show that lots of people like that I don't care for. You know? <laughs> right. You know? Like, that's how they equate to me because they're like, it's my most favorite show. Right. The worst
1: episode of The Golden Girls for you is better than the best episode of The Big Bang Theory. Right.
0: And you can send hate mail to pictureitpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, look at that plug. <laughs> because... I don't care. Please <laughs> um, don't send a statement. <laughs> I don't care. Um, or do. Uh, yeah. just, I'll, I'll just. I'll del- just. I'll just delete it. i tell you what to do whatever. I mean, I'm don't just gonna. Don't let us tell you how to live your life. I'm just gonna delete it because I don't care. You can hate on whatever you want. It's uh, none of my business. Um, <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, anyway. Um, I don't know. Ugh. It's, I don't know. It's like, I just don't care right. about the whole. I guess it's good. Like, Dorothy should have love in her life. But I don't right. know. I kind of like. I'm going to rescind my
1: cheesecakes. I'm going to take a couple off because I don't like one
0: Right. you just makes me want to grit my teeth. Like right. A, a, so. A So, I think I'm going to give it a 2.5. Okay. Yeah, Because it's not one that I go, oh yeah, I want to watch that one. Because, maybe if it was once, but it's like, Glenn comes back later. I mean, granted, it's a different actor, but it's the same character. I'm not looking forward to
1: that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, meh. Like when Stan comes back, I just roll my eyes. Right.
0: And I usually don't care about staying episodes either. Um, there's a couple of them that I that I like, all right. But
1: um,
0: <laughs> I love that you become so southern all of a sudden. <laughs> it's too much Blanche. All right, so that concludes our episode for this week. Uh, Thanks for listening and join us next time for In a Bed of Roses. And that's Rose Apostrophe S. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went from Dorothy. Now Ooh. it's gonna be Rose getting some. Bed of Roses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening and thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com Picture It Pod and follow us on Twitter at Picture It Pod and check us out on Tumblr at Picture It or send us an email to Picture It Podcast at gmail.com.